Okay, kids, let's go. I think it takes 45 seconds. There's been an awakening. Maybe a little less. 2023. 20, Have, Have you started counting? Here. I don't know if it'll tell me or not. I don't want to ruin anything. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 Penis Face and R2 Dickhead. <clears throat> That's us. Hello there. You could turn the main down there, okay. Skid Row. That's what you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day. Galaxy. Universe. You know what I just found out? Speaking of, dude, get out of here. Limp Bizkit dropped an album in 2000, 2021. Did you know that? I just randomly came across one of their... Like two years ago? Yeah. Fuck that. Dude. I came across a uh, music video just uh, this evening. It, I do. We do like autoplay. We just click a music video and it autoplays. Same lineup and, it popped, and everything? It popped up. They were all using like Instagram filters, and I think they were all like leaders of the world. So one dude was Biden, and all, and they were just like fucking rocking. I was like, first of all, this is heavier than I expected. R two likes it. R 2s jibble jamming, dude. Yeah, he's jamming with it. Limbiscuit's one of those that I would like, I would never put in a list, even if you gave me like top fifty. Yeah, they would not even make the list. But I will listen to Roland every time. Roland, roll, yeah. <laughs> I, I will. I, really I will. and break shit. And then what was the other big shit. one? Nookie. And there was an, there was a one. There was a fourth like huge hit that yeah. they had. But yeah, I won't skip it. Um, that's a good way to say it. I, I won't skip would talk shit about them back in the day. Now when I hear it, it, it just takes me back, and I'm like, all right. This, I remember talking this, shit about these guys. This is a this is a jam. I'm not gonna lie. But like when I when that popped up, I literally guessed like, is this Veil of Maya? And I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's fucking Limp Bizkit. Because <laughs> the, they all had filters on their faces. And Vale is kind of a goofy band. So, Well, and of course, they didn't. he didn't start rapping yet. So, uh, Break Stuff is the other one. Yeah. Well, Break Stuff, yeah. Yeah. And My Way. That one. I guess they had a lot of hits. Break Stuff is definitely the one that, like, it just gets you fucking hyped. It's like. Oh, yeah. It's like. Um, I'm going to destroy everyone. Panama from. It is like. Van that. Halen. A little angrier, but yes. Panama's more like you're on vacation. But, yeah, get ready to do cocaine. Like you you <laughs> trashed your rental car on vacation. That's how Panama sounds. Yeah. And, and you don't give a fuck. <laughs> Limp Bizkit is like, I'm murdering people in the street, but no one's going <laughs> to arrest me about it. But they're all people that need to be murdered. So. Exactly. They deserved it. They, you know, <laughs> keyed my car or whatever. Yeah, man. Limp Bizkit. It's just a vibe. We probably talked about this before, but I'm going to say it again. I don't care. That era of... Um, popular music and like TLC, not TLC. Sorry, I do like TLC, but um, TRL is what I meant. TRL. Total Request Live, yeah, was just a crazy eclectic blend of things. I don't know if that happened. I'm so out of touch. I have no idea if that happens anymore. But I remember we would go from like Lincoln Park to Christina Aguilera to Michael Jackson because he was still to around. Corn, Limp Biscuit, Gorillas, Eminem, Gorillas. Fucking Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. Like, they, everything was popular all at the same time. It was a... If that makes like sense. Like you said, it was a blend. And there was new stuff. Everything. Like, like the top three that we just said. Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park, Corn. Yeah. Like, Slipknot. they all just started pushing in different directions all mm-hmm. at the same time. And mm-hmm. 
And honestly, outside of Lincoln Park, I wasn't even a huge fan of those other ones until later. I had to warm up to Corn. Like Corn was out. Yeah. I think I was a little young when Corn really hit the scene. Um, but yeah, in their heyday, I was like, yeah, you know, Corn. But when I go back, Tool's another one. Tool was massive. They still are. And I listen to them now. All of a sudden. Yeah, they still it's, are. Yeah. Uh, Puddle of Mud. Fucking Metallica. Papa Roach. <laughs> Metallica. They've been around for a while. Did you you uh, listen to that new song? I did, you know. I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm not going to lie. Good. It was still kind of like an old man jam, but they had some riffs there that I was like, hey, there they are. That's the funny. It's like, that's all you have to do, man. Just give that like galloping and put it whatever you want over top of it. Yeah. I don't care. That's fine. They were playing I'm a little happy. bit with timing at the end. It was kind yeah. of a, like a kill them all esque. I don't know. <clears throat> I meant to actually bring this up last week, but I forgot. But I was, uh, I had a drive ahead of me and I turned on St. Anger and I was just trying to give it like an authentic chance. And I was just like, man, it's hard to listen to. Even the songs that I thought I liked, like I start off with Frantic. I'm like, I like Frantic. It's like uh, one of the only ones on the, on the album that I actually like. But it's just loose, and his voice is off, and of course the snare drum, everyone knows, the trash can snare drum, it just, it's too raw. It's surprising how, it's like, that's their demo. Dude, if that That, was a demo? That's their demo for the album. For Kill 'Em All. (laughs) (laughs) That was the stuff that was unrefined. Yeah, Yeah, it's like they didn't get a chance to finish everything. The odd thing about Metallica is, even in Kill 'Em All... Where people are like, "Oh, it's so raw and everything." Yeah. No, it was, it was produced well. It was put together well. It was, I mean, the f- overall sound may be raw, mm-hmm. but the production is there already, and I think that's what yes. they tried to take away from Saint Anger, and it was blaring. It was like, "Oh, Jesus! No, 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 go back." Yeah, they were on. I think they were on the right path. They just went a little too far. Yeah, in one direction. I don't know too much about um, artists in the studio and like the recording industry but I feel like if you're trying to make a record and you're just in there for like a year you start to it's like you have dementia or something like you start to forget what your songs sound like or you don't know what's good anymore because you've heard the same thing too many times and you've workshopped it and like let's tweak this riff and you do your solo here and we'll change the lyrics and flip the chorus around and I just feel like they we're stuck in that loop. I mean, obviously, some kind of monster documentary is four hours long or whatever. Like, they were just in the St. Anger vibe for way too long. Yeah. And I they just workshopped it out of itself. I think it was a weird time for the band. I Definitely. Think it was, well, obviously, their bassist left. Jason left. So they're kind of like, what the fuck? Good move, Jason. Um, yeah, I don't know. We could go on and on. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, going back to the new song, I was like, Try to give Saint Anger another chance, and yeah. and then the there's, what was the previous song that they just released? There's three songs now. Yeah, so the second one I was like, the second one I didn't like either. No, Lux, thank Eter- you. Lux Eterna was the first one. It's thrashy, fine. Yeah, second one was a little that it was like screaming suicide, but the yeah, it was not put together well. There, the transitions were crap. Yeah, like the sound is still there, but everything else was kind of like. Are whatever. we still in Rick Rubin? territory is he still mm, producing them i don't think he's ever produced them yeah he did you're a liar which one did he produce uh death magnetic and hardwired and whatever the other one was really yeah man that's honestly one of my um 
goals. I don't even want to call, call it goals. What, to produce Metallica album? I would love to sit down. Because I think what to wrap around what you were saying, I think a lot of bands try to reinvent themselves so much mm-hmm. that they end up turning it completely upside down and not sounding like themselves. And I think Metallica was so big for so long, they got to that point with St. Anger, where it's just like, yeah, we're just going to be loud and angry. And it's like, no, 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 no. What makes you great is like... Artistic anger. Well, it's, I seriously think it's their structure of the songs. They are masters at putting songs together, mm-hmm. stringing riffs together, making it heavy, but then and the production some kind stuff. of monster, and it's just the same riff. Eight dude, minutes long. dude, it's eight <laughs> minutes long, and they're just repeating themselves. Yeah, that's yeah. Fine. Metallica has the same problem Star Wars has. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you were the biggest thing ever for like six years. Yeah, eight years, and then how do you come back from that? You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, whatever. But yeah, the new one's good. It's, it's fun. Simple. It's heavy, and you get a little bit of taste. I think. Yeah, a little we're, bit of the taste. We're baby. we're 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 done with Metallica, man. But yeah, I actually wanted to do a whole episode about Metallica. I, I what I'll say to finish this up is I was scared for the new album. The couple songs that they've released at least gives me a little bit of hope. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what the last couple albums have done. Like I hear a couple songs, I'm like, oh okay, and I listen to it, I was like, eh. yeah, yeah, I get it. Do you like the whole yellow no. aesthetic? Yellow is my least favorite color. Really? Um, I like yellow sometimes. I think I'm somewhat coming around. Like if cars, any car, yellow is the worst color. Really? I even back in the seventies with all the challenges and all that stuff. I think red's my least favorite. Red is Car down color. down low. Now a real deep ruby red. Ooh. But um nine out of ten like the, the standard Dodge red. Actually my dad's truck, terrible red. I hate that red. I despise it. Yeah. Even though I had one. Yeah. I didn't have a choice in that matter. But you, yeah, but yeah, you're, I, don't like it. I think your red was different. I think it was a It was red. a little yeah, burgundy maybe. Still Wait, to get all the way around. Yes, yellow. Uh I'm I'm I like almost the aesthetic, but I still hate yellow. Like the ideas there, yeah, is different. Catches your attention. Catches when your you attention. see their little yellow profile pic on YouTube or whatever, it oh, definitely stands out. It definitely stands out. And they're doing some weird play with like shadows, casting an M logo on things. Yeah, which yeah, you know, whatever. At least they're having some. At least everything looks like it's packaged and it's unified in its theme. They've always been good at that, except for Saint Anger. Well, I guess they were angry the whole time, so that's fine. You don't like the Saint Anger uh, album cover, album art, with just the fist. I mean, yeah, it's if the if the album was great, vibe. I think we would love that album cover. Yeah, exactly. But I do think it's a bold cover, man. It's just like this new one, man. It was just like, yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. Anyways, they go through the eras, man. They change, they shift around. But yeah, Rick Rubin did cut Death Magnetic, and wasn't there another one before Hardwired? Or am I making that up? Mm. So magnetic and hardwired then. Yeah. He also has been doing work with the Chili Peppers since um, Stadium Arcadium. And that's another one where it's like, it's hard for them. Yeah, I know how you feel about the Chili Peppers. Yeah. It's almost hard for them to get anywhere close to the level of success that they had previously. Because they were, they're, I mean, they were one of the biggest bands of all time. Like Just when like you Metallica think 90s, was. yeah, it's yeah. like. Red Hot Chili Peppers. So, way the like, you can't top Californication, but that it's album. not like you shouldn't try. <laughs> and the new, the new stuff is good. It just doesn't have like a massive cultural wave like it used to. 
And that's how Metallica's That wave is. already it's came like, and went. Death, Death Magnetic's not bad. Hardwired's not bad. This new album is probably not going to be bad, but it's just, how are you ever going to get back to Master Puppets, dude? You're never going to. The issue is, music gets heavier and heavier. If you stay the same, you get technically lighter and lighter. And they're a heavy metal band. And they're getting that, older and older. Yeah. That has now got to the point 30 years later. You you were one of the heaviest bands of all time mm-hmm. in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Now you're like radio rock. That's what you're creating now. No offense, guys. I still love you. Pantera got to that point, too. They were scary in the 90s. And now it's like, right. da, da, da. you hear oh, da, another one from Pantera. <laughs> and you're like, what? Once uh, something gets put on like the Tony Hawk soundtrack, it's like, yeah, it's mainstream now. Um, well, I was kind of going to the direction of Star Wars has a bit of the same problems, or at least it used to. You know, that's why the prequels, like, I feel like the Black Album had backlash, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Prequels had backlash? Same thing. It's different. Same letters. It's different. What I was trying, so we're going to be getting into uh, episode one for Mando. Oh, Um, yeah. Mando came out. Mando season three. Mando season three. Everybody watch it. And I have to apologize before we get too deep. You didn't watch um, it? I, no, I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, but I promised last week that I had some time Wednesday to see a movie. Wednesday ended oh. up being 75 fucking degrees out, and the last thing I wanted to do was sit in a movie oh, yeah. theater. So I will not blame you for that. Um, I, I ended up not seeing anything, but I am caught up on Mando. I mean, I, I saw the one episode. Very nice. Um, I haven't watched movies lately. We did watch the uh, Andrew Schultz uh, comedy special. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. Oh, yeah. Have you heard anything from uh, Andrew Schultz before? I love Andrew Schultz. Yeah, but he he's very smart. His, he put his special on YouTube, so it's free, and there's like an ad in the middle. But it's really good and really raunchy. And then I've been monitoring closely, waiting for Chris Rock's rebuttal to Will Smith, and his special on Netflix came out, I think, just today, or maybe it was, it was on Friday. Mm, nice. So that just came out. He's been working on it for a year, and I'm really excited to, to hear that stuff. So I think I did see some news that he did take a, a shot or two at Will Smith. He's just been it. buying his time, just workshopping some jokes, and now all of a sudden, a year later, he's ready to fucking throw down. Theo Vaughn threw some uh, he's throwing punches, too. Dude. He's like, he was talking about hair loss, and he's like, yeah, Will Smith's husband lost all his hair. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, dude. <laughs> he, well, you know what Theo Fawn so does? Funny, dude. What he has is that Mitch Hedberg just cranked up. Yeah. He, it's those ideas and those thoughts and those sentences that come out of his mouth that it's sh- such a shock that someone would even come <laughs> up with that, let alone say it. And a lot of times he's not even giving you a joke. That's just how we talk. I personally think Theo Vaughn comes up with this stuff. I think it is premeditated comedy. What? Oh, yeah. You're he a has, hater, dude. You're no, no, no. I think he's great. You're a shitter. I think he's great. Mopar, you heard it here first. I think he, he hates has, comedy. I think he comes up with those in his head along, you know, when he's out and about, and then he just has them ready to go, and he just places them at the right. That's his thing. That's interesting. Saying the wrong thing at the right time, and that's what Theo Vaughn's made a living on. That's interesting, man. Mitch Hedberg just made you think. Apples, what the fuck? You're like, Did you see that oh, meme I sent? It was Darth Vader about to kill Ezra Bridger, and it was like, I used to kill kids like you. I still do, but I used to, but too. But I used to, too. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, so Mando came out. Glad you saw it. Do you want to do this real quick? I don't know what you are trying to do. If you're not watching this video right now, Mopar put, he's got shot glasses over here with maple syrup and Parmesan cheese. I'm ready. Whatever he babbled about last week, I do not want this. But you're going to do it. I walked downstairs. I got here, <laughs> and he's like, 
I got an idea. Hey, I got a great idea. And I thought he was like, I don't know. He had, maybe he had a sneaky guest he was going to bring on the show. Or like, I got a new prop for the backdrop on the video. He's like, what if we eat the Parmesan and syrup? I was like, no, I don't want that. The fans need it. I, we're here for it, I guess. I don't know. All right. Do you want me to go first? Kerner is in the chat. I'll do it for Kerner because he's missed the last couple live streams. I'll do it just for Lord Kerner. Do you want to do it at the same time or do you want to? I don't want any preparation because then I All won't right. do it. All right. Well, the, the issue is. If I watch you and don't hack up the Parmesan dust on my computer, please. <laughs> if I watch you hack it up too bad, I'm just not going to do it at all. So, what did the, Glass Armor say when you brought down syrup and cheese? She said, I got to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> well, where is she? So, I don't know what the <sighs> best way to do this is. You eat it. Well, I know. Should I take the shot of cheese and then just pour <laughs> this in my mouth? Or are you going to pour this in there and try to take the shot? Well, how, put the mic up to your mouth, and how do you do it as a child? Well, I would throw the Parmesan cheese in my mouth and then squirt the syrup in. But it wasn't this fucking Hungry Jack st stuff. It just had like a regular spout. This has like a pouring spout, so it's kind of a little That's different. That's like a gallon of syrup. You ready for it? All right, let's pour it into the mason jars then. We'll do it in one go. Oh, guys. Just as a reminder, too. Oh, there she is. Here you go. I do not want this to be happening right now. <laughs> Have you heard about this legend, Glass Armor? Glass Armor's in the house. All right. How so much we did just, you do? I, I mean, I covered it. Jeez, dude. All right. I don't want... This isn't going to pour very well. All right. So we're going to have to struggle through this, but you ready? No. Enjoy the music or whatever. You're going to have to tap on it. Yeah, the cheese is like... Okay, there we go. I got it mixed up a little bit. This is awful. All right, let's do this. What? Yep. There's childhood what? right there. Do you don't like it? <laughs> <laughs> I think Commander found Jesus. <laughs> that was awful, dude. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> Not that what bad. What were you thinking as a child? I might have a second. What is wrong with you? That was good. Ah. Maybe we can do Gouda next. You got... There's one thing going for it. See? Uh oh, here we go. One small thing. You the know the combo of sweet and savory like chicken and yes. waffles? That's what I'm fucking saying. It's... It wants to be that, but it's so much like an asshole that it doesn't. It's you don't get there. I think you got something right there. It. It, is that, it. it is that. It is that chicken and waffle aspect, though. Yeah, but just have chicken and waffles, man. But I might put Parmesan cheese on my chicken and waffles now. <sighs> That's a stretch. I don't know. You gonna put syrup on your pizza? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> you don't. Guys, <laughs> oh, ah, that's gonna be the worst aftertaste. I can't for about believe you did hours. That wasn't terrible. Stop lying. It wasn't good. All right. It was headed in a particular direction. Like I said, I could see the attempt. You know. But the mouth feels there. Two out of three. No, <laughs> that was the worst part of it. <laughs> that was the worst part. I don't know. Mm -mm. I'm thoroughly impressed with my. Chemistry abilities oh, wow. at the age of 10. What up, Ethan and JJ Rambus and Lord Kerner and Witch Hunter in the house? What's up, everybody? Yeah, don't do that. I mean, I guess. All right, cheese and syrup challenge. We got to be. What's the 
What's the age before us? After us? Not millennials. We're millennials. Gen Z. Gen Z. They weren't thinking Challenge. very far ahead when they named it Gen X because that only gave them three more decades. Then you start over. So what? People born, like a. our kids are Gen A? Yeah. What about Gen, Gen Zero? A. I heard <laughs> Gen A. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. What about um, like Gen Zero? Ah, numbers. <laughs> Wait, why? Why are we millennials? Aren't so? Is Gen X? We we're Gen Y. We're but supposed to be Gen Y. Millennials, yeah, yeah. Because the millennium, millennium. Am I right? Yeah. What? Kerner said cheesecake. It does have a borderline cheesecake taste, flavor at least. The Again, mouth, the mouth feels like, way out there. Yeah, it's like trying to get there, but it's so far away. I don't know. I, I didn't. I don't know if I'm going to do that again this decade, but... Exactly. Maybe next decade. <laughs> if it was like chicken and waffles, you'd be trying to have it tomorrow. See, I... It's one of those things you have to be in the mood for, and I think Who I was... Who is fucking... ever in the mood for Parmesan <laughs> cheese and syrup? You know, every once in a while. You're feeling, Jeez. Feeling saucy. <sighs> R2, what do you think? He doesn't have a mouth. We've gone yeah. from beer to liquid death to Parmesan cheese and syrup. What an evolution. <sighs> hey, we're here now. All um... Right. So limp biscuit, parmesan cheese. Let me let me check my Let's list. Yeah, check, check. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I will throw this out there. Uh, it, any gaming it. stuff? Um, no, I've been on a dry spell. <clears throat> yeah, I restarted Fallout Three, <laughs> and my bold claim is this is probably going to be the last time I'll ever play this game. Um, That's fair. It's. it's a fine game. If you've never played old. it, if you've never played it, I recommend it um, at least once. But I think f the biggest thing for Fallout games is like the the um, aesthetic of it, the theme of it is like ninety percent of it. The yep. song, the what you're, I mean, the wasteland. It's so kooky and like fifties but futuristic. Yep. Fallout Four just does everything better. Um, Fallout 3, while it's technically open world, you get to downtown DC and they completely block a lot of the fucking city off. So it's not like free range when you're in the I city. Know. And you have to, it's very linear once you get downtown. Right. Um, I and it's, that. and it's, I know this sounds funny, but it's truly empty. Yeah. Like I'm walking around in Fallout 3 and I don't even find enemies half the time. Like I'm yep. just walking and walking and walking. It's like, Man, Fallout 4 at least has bandit camps and like other vaults and like, like rad monsters. Oblivion to Skyrim versus Fallout 3 to Fallout 4. Exactly. Yeah. And it is very close in dates too. Mm -hmm. um, I remember. But yeah, that's I, I'm going to finish this run and I don't think I'll ever play the game again. Put it in the treasure chest. Yeah. Put it in the vault. LOL. The other thing that Fallout 4 does so well is they add that building aspect. So once you mm -hmm. find like a campground or a community, you can build it up and protect it from bandits coming in, raiders. <clears throat> I heard they ended up patching 76 to a point where it's playable, but... I'd be interested. Once the launch fiasco was over, I was like, yeah, it's hard to get people back after that. Is that sucks. the one that you can do co-op? Because that'd be fucking fun, I yeah, think. Yeah, the first one that was MMO. Yeah, set in West Virginia. Mm. See, that seems fun. It does seem fun. Mountains and shit. 
Um, I actually put on the uh, Fallout 3 soundtrack the other day. Yeah. Out of nowhere, I was like, eh, what do we want to do? I put on Butcher Pete. Yeah. It gets stuck in my head. Hacking and whacking and smacking. <laughs> that one always stuck with me for some reason. It's such a morbid song. I mean, I assume it's like a like an actual butcher in your town, but it's like a serial yeah. killer. Right, right. <laughs> so Yeah, whatever. I actually came across a town, a town I think it was... An- Anvil and and whatever. And I walked into one of the houses. Most of the houses, if especially at night, they're locked and you have to like break in. This Hell one, yes. I was like rambling around at two a.m. and I walked into this house and this family was like Getting so frisky. fucking happy and like nothing matters outside of family. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I found a random key sitting on their t- or on their TV. Stole it, and it was to a shack out back. So I went out back and broke into the shack, and they had bodies hanging. Oh, my God. And mysterious meat packed into the refrigerators in there. And I was like, what the fuck did I just find? Mysterious meat. I think it was called mysterious meat. That makes me want to play Condemned, dude. And I walked out, and it confronted me. And I was like, dude, this is... I like stuff like I that. I finally found some some greatness <laughs> in this game. The one good thing <laughs> that you haven't discovered yet. Yeah, but yeah, so I murdered the whole town because they were all in on it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to do do with the deed. Low karma, dude. No, that's a shitty thing. So I killed a bunch of cannibals. Low karma. And it, yeah, it gave me bad karma. I was like, what? I uh, that's one thing. Out of as much as I played that game, I just didn't like the karma system. I felt like either it didn't matter at all, or it penalized you at the like the worst moments. At the random time, yeah. Yeah. So it was fun, though. You know, it's a uh, very nostalgic, very yeah. particular point in college career where we were playing Fallout Three. I just particularly remember going into the uh, different memorials and using them to your advantage. Like the, the one quest is you have to go to the top of the Washington Monument mm-hmm. and place the radar dish or the uh, radio dish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, dude, that's so three cool. Dog. And then, yeah, three dog. And then you go up and do it ten years later. And it's like you literally just ride a elevator up, and then you just click a button, and that's it. That's the whole thing. There's a bed up there if you can nap. You nap. You it's like, this isn't yeah. worth it. <laughs> Is there a bed in the real Washington Monument? Spider Man was also at the Washington Monument. That's true. So Spider Man and Fallout. Mm-hmm. We're kind of talking about the same thing here. Yeah. Um. All right. I haven't been playing anything, so I'm sorry I don't have a follow up for that. I've been no, on a super that's... dry spell. I'm kind of waiting for like a a break in work that I can jump into Hogwarts Legacy for like two or yeah. three days straight and Fuck. just get really immersed. But I don't want to do that if, if I only have like you know a couple hours here or there. So I'm waiting. Um, I have been watching a bit of just like some. Background TV, I'll sometimes put on gameplay videos. So I've been watching a bit of Elden Ring stuff again Ugh. because they announced DLC is finally nice. coming out. There's I, no info. I easily walked away from that game and just have Not had... easy. I, I've had almost no interest in walking back into it because it's so stressful. Yeah, that's fair. You got to be in a certain mindset to, just to get abused in that game. Not as bad as the previous ones because you can just kind of like ride around in your horse. Until you get to a boss, you have to beat. I'm just saying, in the other one, it's linear, so like, right? You have to go to the <clears> boss, <throat> and that's it. In this one, at least you can ride around. Yeah. But yes, I understand what you mean. It's definitely a vibe. But um, they released a wallpaper for, or a concept art for um, DLC. It's called like, 
Legacy of the Erd Tree or Secret of the Erd Tree or Shadow mm, of the Erd Tree, something like shadows. that. Shadow. That might be it. So no info, no date. Just like uh, this is happening. So just like Skyrim chill. 6. El- Elden. Skyrim 6. <laughs> Whatever the fuck is. Something like that, yeah. So yeah, otherwise, just kind of buying my time. Oh. I, I randomly bought um, Age of Empires on my Xbox, unplayable. Wait, really? Yeah, it's on. Unpla- I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I actually heard the, the controls were surprisingly great. Really? I, I saw a review. It was like shockingly good. Maybe I'm doing it controls. wrong, but it's. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't fucking do it. Because I played Civ Six on Xbox, and it wasn't as good as a PC, but it's like close enough that I could. I could play Isn't the whole turn game. Turn based though. Yeah, it's not like active guys are doing stuff, and you got to click on a multiple. See, that was the issue. Is like if yeah. I wanted to like Things click on a garrison that fast in there, each of them are, so. no. But if I want to click on a garrison and tell him to go somewhere, it takes me a full fucking minute to be like, all right, this guy, this guy, this guy, because you have to physically go to those people. Did you play the tutorial? No. Maybe there's different controls. Yeah. Maybe I should. I saw some fuckery with the D-pad or something like that. I don't know. I gotta figure something out. It well, was unplayable. I I uh, plugged in that old PC of yours, got Steam, bought Age of Empires 2, and then the next day they announced that it was out on Xbox. That's what I had been waiting it's for. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, for a while. So Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. But all right. uh, that's all the gaming news. I didn't have nothing else. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna finish up Fallout 3. I've had zero, so. You got more than me, man. I would like to bust through like a Mario or a Zelda. I I have my Zelda, yeah. I have my uh, Switch. That'd be perfect for it. And I even have a Zelda game or a Pokemon game, man. Pokemon. I was talking to D of the famous DNR, and he was telling me the new one is good. It's so good that even if you hate the new Pokemon, it's worth playing because it's really good. And if you want to be a particular asshole like I would if I played that game, I would only catch, or at least only battle with, the original 151. But he said the game's good enough that you should jump in and just, you know, ignore the Start new ones. Start catching shit. Yeah. yeah. But he agreed with us. A lot of the new ones are stupid. A lot of the old set ones of are keys. stupid, too. It's fine. Not as bad as a set of keys. Lock an ice cream cone. Those are the two worst I've ever heard. Even Porygon is not as bad as a set of keys. Yeah. Let's be honest. There's some bad ones. I know. But All if you feel right. the itch, play the new one. All right, Lord Kerner. What do you got for us? <laughs> Tell us something. I haven't seen your bitch ass in a millennia. So let's change that, and let's talk about Mandalorian? Mando, man. Season three. You seem excited. What do you think? Uh, well, <laughs> well, I came to the realization today that I now feel about Star Wars. And this is not a negative thing; it's just a thing. I feel about Star Wars the way I feel about Marvel. Really, and I actually think that's good. It's like I like the universe, and I'm gonna watch it, but I no longer have this frustration when things aren't like amazing. And Marvel has so many movies and shows that it makes it easy to kind of get in that vibe. It's like, I want to see Ant-Man. I'm interested. Quantumania, weird quantum stuff, King the Conqueror. I'm not expecting to get another Endgame at my fingertips, you know? I'm just excited to see it and see where the story goes. 
So now that Andor is over, I watched Mando season three began. And that's how I feel about it. It's like, I already felt myself wanting to compare it to Andor. And I know that's not the right move. So I just sat there and I was like, all right, it's cool. Mando, adventure, video game. It is very adventure video game. <laughs> it is a video game on yeah. screen. It is a 100% video game. We've said that before, but it was so apparent in this season premiere. It's to a fault, though. I like, was like, you're not even hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I just... It's... <clears throat> Listen, I could pick this apart. I think that's part of Star Wars. You could pick it all apart. But, like... The, the gathering, like, what did we watch? We watched Mando reintroduce himself. Make sure, oh, there's baby Grogu's here. His name's Grogu. He's still here. Grief Karga. He's still here. Can we get Cara Dune? Oh, she's, nope, she's, she's canceled. gone. So they, like, explained everything to, to us twice. Yeah, I like that one, too. You know... <laughs> It's a launching point. I'm sure this this season is going to be great. Um, I got nothing out of it. That's that. I watched that whole thing and I was like, oh, cool, like a dinosaur alligator turtle thing. Okay. It was totally standard. It was. I would say it was totally less than standard, but and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, like I said, it's a launching point. The frustrations came to so we're not moving the story along at all fine um we're not even going to talk about the past much fine <laughs> yeah so why am i watching this is kind of where i got to um and if i wanted to shit on something one small thing that frustrated me was when that big godzilla thing did uh, wreck that event in the back of my mind yeah. i was like there's 20 mandalorians here yeah. I know the beast is big. I know. But the first thing I thought of was like, jetpack your fucking way out of there, dude. 20 Mandalorians should easily handle one beast. And even if you couldn't, as soon as you see the beast, fucking fly. Yeah, fly. In the out. sky, dude. The beast itself. <laughs> we didn't want to get into the nitpick. The the beast itself was cool. Yeah. Like I, I physically it looked fucking awesome. Uh, and I love the real world aspects of like the alligator roll. Like once it got something, it rolled and like into a death roll, what they call. Yeah. And I was like, dude, was nice. fucking cool. But they're still just sitting there going pew, 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 pew. Everybody run. And I'm like, can someone do anything? Dude. You guys are useless. No wonder someone blew up your fucking planet. <laughs> You're trash. Empire did nothing wrong, dude. Oh, it. I know that, that's a lot of talk shit fullness of uh, just an opening scene, and I know it was all set up to show. Oh, here comes the Mando to the save the Mandalorian. day. The Mandalorian. Yeah, and I was there's like, many fine. Mandalorians, but there's only one the Mandalorian. And what's her face says, or no, they're Armor. talking about yeah, go. What? Oh no, they're they're bringing in the new kid, the young child, and putting the Mandalorian. And you said like, be as honorful uh, or uh, full of honor as. The Mandalore himself. He is honorable as the Parmesan, the Parmesan or the juices are kicking in. <clears throat> I don't know, guys. I look all all that to say. I learned nothing. Did you think it was a flashback at first when you saw the little no, kid? No, I didn't. I'm getting a little sick of the armor and her bullshit. Honestly, um, whoa. 
Did you almost do an emergency call on your phone? Don't know how. If you uh, if you smash like the off button like a hundred times, it does <laughs> like a, a nine one one call. Well, um, anyways, what the fuck was I gonna say before you called? The first the episode kind of kind of sucked. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it's it. <laughs> oh, I was saying I'm getting sick of the armor and her shit. Like I get it, man. You're like very into the code very religious you don't have any emotion you don't have a boyfriend or anything i get it but okay that's two full seasons of that now what now what are we gonna do next see we didn't move a single thing along the only thing we got was grief karga's now like a fucking magistrate magistrate, and it was like oh cool like he's changing things that bar is a school now like, don't. Oh, I want a drink in the bar. Oh, it's a school. But I want to have a drink in the bar. Oh, it's a school now. There's no alcohol in the school. Go to the bar. Oh, I thought it was a bar. No, it's a school now. Pirates drinking schools, bitch. <laughs> I was like, okay. I guess we needed five minutes for that. Oh, guys. I didn't mean to come into this and start shooting I know. <laughs> it's hard to not be critical of it. Yeah, I know. Never See, listen. this is what I'm trying to wrap my head around. Not... All Star, not all Star Wars content is made for all Star Wars fans. Very true. I think Mando is after the OT fans, and obviously trying to create new fans, and they're trying to get that like magical uh, middle ground where it's like it's kind of adventurous like you said it's and like, like video game and comic book kind of vibes yeah yeah it's just it doesn't not, have not a, well written i don't know how else to say it i guess the problem that i have is that it can it can have that feeling and still have substantial character development it's not like you can't do one <clears> or the <throat> other so the problem here's my main grievance general grievance is that there is now no point in having Mando come back during Book of Boba Fett to get Grogu. It's like we took that little diversion of an episode with Boba Fett and Grogu's back, and now we start, but we're still having an entire episode of setup. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would be way more interesting for him, for all of season three, for Din Djarin to go through a journey of trying to get Grogu back, or Grogu finding him. Like, imagine, like, a full 10-episode arc where we're cutting back and forth between Mando and Bo-Katan and all that and Grogu and Luke training, and we get some extra time with that. And throughout the course of the season, they get reunited in the big finale and father and son are back together. That would be way more interesting. How, how would you feel if Mando did his own thing, did the Mandalore drop, drop Grogu off? <clears throat> Grogu trains for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Not even that. Whatever. Certain amount of time. Enough time for Mando to clear out Mandalore. Right. Do Go back. Thing, take a fucking bath like you wanted to, whatever he was talking about. <clears throat> but even like if so, if the Mandalorians are going to have a civil war, maybe Grogu comes and helps him at the right time, trained properly. Right. Maybe even Luke gets involved. And it's like, oh, look at that. See, what, what we don't get is any sort of... Um, suspense at the beginning like there's okay what i knew at the beginning before before i even watched a fucking scene i know that they're going to mandalore Mm -hmm. guess what i know now i know they're going to fucking mandalore i learned nothing bo-katan is mad 
Oh yeah, because before she was, oh she was she still was fucking disgruntled mad. the whole time. I think it was just reiterating we're starting a new season. Look, clearly the Mandalorians are <sighs> split. He's right in the middle. Like he still honors. I would prefer to just jump right in. I know. I do a little. <laughs> do a. HBO does this well. When the trailer for the new season comes out, there is a recap of the previous storylines. Yep. So just give me like a three to five minute recap of everything, and then let's they jump do do that. into the action. They do do that. That's that's what's even worse. Yes, but like a whole, it's like a whole separate <laughs> little mini episode thing. Um. So. It's hard to say until we know where the storyline goes. It's not, though. But They've already wasted a half hour. I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying it was clear that season one was Din finding Grogu and coming to terms with things aren't exactly as they seem, Mandalorian this, Mandalorian that, you have a little kid to take care of. Season two was obviously he feels like the dad. He fell in love with the kid, and he has to either keep him safe or let him go. Those were two strong arcs for him as a character. But now that Grogu's back because of Boba Fett, I understand he's going to atone for whatever he needs to for the Mando Creed, but the main story is Grogu and, and Din. So what is their character growth as father and son going to be like if Grogu's already come back and he's good to yeah. go? They're they're pushing it aside because it's not about that this season. He grows like a Yoda. It's not like he's going to... Go from adolescent to teenager in one season. He's literally just gonna be a baby this That's whole fucking time. That's gonna take like three decades for him to grow up, man. Puberty is like a decade for a Yoda species. Oh, it's probably longer than that. It must be hell. He has a whole century of puberty. <laughs> you think that's funny? <laughs> think about it. That would suck, dude. <clears throat> Acting for a hundred years. But think about it. Yoda died at nine hundred. So let's just take a zero off. Died at 90. What do we have? Five years of, of puberty? So yeah, it's going to take almost a deck or a, a century. Five's a 50, bit of a stretch. 50 years of puberty. He's going to have one curly cue on his. That sucks, uh, dude. Little green dick. Do they have dicks? You think his hair starts white or it becomes white <laughs> like Yoda's? Dude, if he grows a mullet, I swear. Let's talk positives. The pirates were cool. I don't know if I love the Swamp Thing guy, but all the other pirates. Swamp Thing guy? The captain, the pirate captain was like a Swamp oh, Thing looking guy. Oh, God. Davy Jones. Yeah. I was like. I don't know if I like that. Oh. The ship was nice. All of the little starfighters. It reminded me of one of the ships that Black Sun used to have, but I can't remember. I don't know enough lore if, if, that's, if that's true. But I feel like all of their costumes and alien species, all very cool. Very nice. <clears throat> I even like cargo was cool. Like I even like the what do you what is it animatronic or was it well, all makeup? Oh yeah, like half and half. I think. Yeah, I thought it looked great. Oh, it looked awesome. That lead pirate guy that was doing the showdown, that was cool. I the fact just... that Carl Weathers zapped his ass, I like that. Yes, it was nice. Yes, less talk, more zapping. I. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what other good things? Keep fucking going. <laughs> IG eleven. It makes sense. No, Let's, you don't like that aspect? I hated it. Absolutely detested it. Okay. It's circling around the same six characters that we met in the season one, dude. It's like, I have a mission. It's dangerous no matter what. But for some reason, I have to come back and get this IG droid. That is normally programmed to murder everything. Even though this one decided it was my friend, 
but now it's smashed and I have to put a new brain in it. How is it still going to know it's my friend? That was you the know what worst the, part of the episode. You know what me. the arc could have been is Something he, about sees, Grogu. he sees IG-11 statue and thinks, you I know what? some other kind of droid to help me. <laughs> that one droid that the monument's made after made me change my thoughts about droids. Maybe I'll bring one along because it could be very useful, especially on a potentially toxic planet. Yeah, then he goes back and gets R2. <laughs> Where's that R4 at? Um, pit droid, just bring a pit droid around. The little Babu Freak droid shop was very fun. But again, I like that. It's fine. <laughs> but so now we're under the assumption that only pit droids and Babu Freaks can fix droids. Droids, yeah. And Anakin's. Slaves. Okay, yeah, you're right. I, they were cute, though. It was, yeah, they're fine. And it almost makes sense. He got little hands going a little wiring. Like, it makes sense. Hell yeah, it does. Whatever. Blank, blank. I would have been pissed either way. Because in my head, because in my head, I was like, why don't they just pull like one of those monkey dudes from Bespin? That's what Kuyo was. Yeah. Well, okay. But I would have been like, oh, of course it has to be one of the best pin guys. So uh, I'm a shithead. Why didn't they get a Wookiee? Oh, God, I've seen Wookiees before. <laughs> Honestly. Din Jaren is a Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. What about I don't know, the uh, giant hyperspace whales? What? Yeah, fine. It's That's nice. Well, I thought it was actually a nice touch. touch. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get involved. They're there. We don't need to know anything about them. We don't have to have a fucking battle in front of them and then get sucked into a black hole and all. Right. Just, oh. Well, and you the, didn't even really see them. They're just kind of like Yeah, what shadows. the fuck is that? Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. This isn't... I've said this before since Mandalorian originally came out. It's not good or bad one way or the other, but it's very felony. And it's never been my vibe. No, I don't hate... Not. I don't hate the Clone Wars, especially that final season's very nice. And even a lot of Bad Batch and Rebels, there's some really good stuff to like. But I've just never been, I've never been into the Filoni style, ever. What I'll say because I rewatched the first two episodes of season one, dude. It took you by the fucking throat and threw you into Mando's story. Yeah, dude, got the fucking. And the last thing we see is him kill IG Eleven, badass, nice decision, mm-hmm. and reach out. And he fingered Grogu. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But it's like... More fingerings is what we need, I think. Is what you're <laughs> I'm open to it. Um, but, like, that just leaves you like, oh, dude, he found a fucking what? Let's do this. Well, you can't do that every season. Literally, you can. How do you top Baby Yoda? No, 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 no. It's the launching point. They gave us a recap. Open up the first episode with a cliffhanger to get you amped, is what you're saying? Yeah, <clears throat> or just some type of suspense. Well, that's true, because then you have Cobb Vanth in season two, and he has Boba Fett's armor. That's a nice little setup for something. Dude. It's not as big as Grogu, but still still nice. But this one, it's like, I'm going to Mando. Yeah, we already know that. Oh, I'm going to take a bath. We already know that. Oh, Bo-Katan's angry. Yeah, we already know that, too. Grief Cargo's rich. Yeah. Saw it. Pirates are mad. Yeah. Yeah, pirates are pirates. <laughs> Babu Freak fixes droids. Yes. We've all seen Star Wars. It was nice seeing a newbie in Starfighter be badass, though. We've, we've seen that. 
We saw it. Only with Anakin. All the other ones are like... No, I'm talking My about... My clothes are red. Boba Fett. Yeah. Tiger. <laughs> Bird. It didn't... Uh, it didn't do anything for me. We could sit and bitch, but... Um, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, I'm trying to think of anything else that was, like, fun. Like, the weird thing... I keep harping The castle on the... itself was badass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that supposed to be from the Clone Wars? Was that the I, same... No, because yeah. the Clone Wars was on Mandalore. No. No, I was watching... Um, Alex's recap, and it said all of like the head Mandalorians had like their own faction and their own like sub. Because hers was the Death Watch. I don't remember, man. I think Bo-Katan was family to the Death Watch. Wasn't her sister the Emperoress or whatever? I don't remember, dude. <sighs> we suck. Too many Mandalorians. We suck. But I prefer <clears throat> the Candorous Ordo days. But as I mean, Bendak Star Killer. The th- the light at the end of the tunnel is we're going to get these two factions of Mandalorians that are going to come together at some point. But it would have been really cool like if the armorer's faction threw a tracker on the Nubian. Yeah. Because they knew where he was fucking going and just like confronted Bo-Katan right then and there. Yeah. And left a cliffhanger there like, oh shit. They've actually found each other. What's going to happen? Or they come to an agreement, but they still fucking hate each other. So going forward, we know there's going to be fucking tense conversations. Mm -hmm. Do this or don't do this. Do it this way. I'm trying to think of um, an example in a different movie. Also, you're like begrudging friends that have to finish a mission together, but they hate each other. Yeah. There's plenty of those. I know. I'm just trying to think of a blanket of an example. One other thing that I liked, one positive, IG as a Terminator. That was that was fucking sweet. Free scary. That was awesome. I also, why can't you fucking kill him? Pew, 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 a pew, a pew. You're like, you blast six pirates in three seconds. I know. <laughs> and I get it's like a fucking Terminator, but like. It's half you went torso and one arm. Full on devil dude in that. Imperial encampment when you had to bust Grogu back out in season one. Right. And murdered everything. And now you're like, I can't shoot the thing on the ground. The droid helped. Yeah, it did. The droid was the thing. We have a Mandalorian standing in front of us in Beskar. We have a goddamn Jedi in the room. can kill droids. Fucking plus 10 damage. It's a school now. Unplug them. It's a school. It's a school. (laughs) I couldn't get over how many times they said that. I thought I pressed back. Like, <laughs> I seriously thought I pressed back like the 15 seconds. And I was like, I already heard this conversation. Fast forward. Wait, no, rewind. Oh, God. Uh, whatever. It's fine. Like I said. Oh, my God. I am hyperanalyzing it because I'm a Star Wars nerd compared what? to my Marvel knowledge. But I feel about this the same way as like... Moon Knight. It's like Moon Knight was cool, new character. I don't I guess I get it. I don't know a lot of the lore, but it was fine and I watched it and it was fun. On to the next thing. That's kind of where I'm at. This, this is worse than Moon Knight, dude. And I didn't even watch Moon Knight. Oh, see, you didn't watch Moon Knight. Cuz I imagine Moon Knight has a progression throughout the time you sit and watch. Well, I don't know. It may be slow. Well, it's about a guy with a split personality. It's yeah. schizophrenia or whatever. 
So, not really. I mean, maybe there is, but it doesn't make sense. Anyway, I'm not a Moon Knight fucking anthologist. I don't know. <laughs> it really, like, I wasn't planning on shitting on this. Well, I really wasn't. Kind of talk about it at some point. And I was going to say, like, yeah, it was fine. The big dinosaur. Whatever. Nothing really happened. It was fine. I think we're overanalyzing it because this is a podcast. But there's, they put so much in there of nothing. That's why I feel like we overanalyze because they do shove stuff in there. But does it bring meaning? That's actually a good point. Not I, really. I, I kind of meant to say that when I brought up the Boba Fett thing. It's like you brought him back in Boba Fett to bypass some extra exposition. But then you still start off season three with a bunch of exposition. It's like we are. <laughs> You're wasting our time at this point. It doesn't. I am failing to describe this exactly the way I feel about it. The fact that he has the dark saber is important and that the Mandalorians are splintered and his faction is hardcore and they don't want him because he took his helmet off. And Bo-Katan, everyone's freaking out because they don't have the Darksaber anymore. Picture. We, we kind of get that at the end of season two. Yeah. See, uh, Boba Fett, he shows up, talks to the armor. You can't fucking wear your helmet anymore. You suck. Go take a bath. <laughs> they keep talking about the fucking bath. Dude, I've had enough of it. And he gets Grogu and he comes back. So all this exposition here, he still has the Darksaber and he still has Grogu. And he's still on his way to Mandalore to take a bath. Picture this. The fuck was the point? Picture this. Yes. Leave the leave the entire episode the exact I would same. Love to leave it. Exact same. But in the grief carga Mando pirate interaction, the school. It was instead a bar, of though. him shooting, he whips out the fucking dark saber, kills two of the guys with it. Yeah. The one leader guy recognizes the fucking saber. Calls doesn't fan. say anything. Yeah. Walks away, tells his fucking boss. Right. Hey. Ancient relic. Found something. Just found something we can definitely leverage. Yeah. Go kill the guy, and you can own fucking Mando. Or all the Mandos. Or that. Yes, that. And the season, the first episode ends with a shot of Moff Gideon in a prison cell with some agenda. Because he's Just not a dead. List, a list. Yeah. He's making a list. Kill. Checking it three times. It's got to be extra sure. Because he's not dead. They mention it. Kara Dune turned him in and then got canceled. But open up. I mean, he's still an adversary. And you got to think, he got squashed and his Darksaber was stolen. He's got to be more mad than ever. I thought. Why did, couldn't we get a shot of him like Hannibal Lecter in his fucking thing? You know what's ridiculous? I would have been. I would have I would have been happy with a fucking training montage of him training with the saber. Not even with, like, another Mandalorian. No more montages, dude. I thought he was going to do a montage of fixing IG-11, and I was going to turn it <laughs> off and not watch the rest of it. But I'm thinking, like, seeing him, because he, he struggled with it, because he was it's fighting him. So I thought, like, just seeing him, like, maybe get a little better but still struggling with it, it's like, okay... He still has to overcome the fucking saber itself. Yeah, but that's going to come from character development, not from training. But it, it would have also brought the saber to the forefront again and been like, guys, this is almost the most important thing. Grogu and this fucking saber. Yeah, I am surprised that 
Bo-Katan made a whole stink about it, but we didn't whip it out once this whole episode. It would have been even if he like nothing offered, was whipped it. out. Really, no one whipped anything out. Wasn't anything to whip. What's a Star Wars without a whip out, dude? Come on. Yeah, I don't know, dude. So, do you think these the armorers group are just like a bunch of heretics? Yeah, they're fucking annoying, dude. It's their way or nothing else. Well, that's how Bo-Katan feels, too. Does she, though? Like, she's she's more like honor, family, Or, I should say, that's lineage. how her group felt, and that's why they left her, because she didn't have the saber. Maybe they're both wrong. Everyone's wrong. Because Every, Bo-Katan only cares about the saber. The other freaks only care about taking baths. Maybe Mando has that middle ground where it's like, hey, guys, we can use these and take baths. <laughs> Let's go fucking take our plan. In fact, thing. you can take it in the bath. In the, you can take a shower, guys. You can take it in the bath with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's any secret where we're heading. Din Djarin unites the Mandalorians. What, so, But how do we get there? Let's try to walk down this. What? Let's say he gets to the fucking bath. Bath. What is he going to find there? It's Eastern Promises style. They're going to fight naked. you never seen that movie? No. Damn it. It's so good, dude. <laughs> what is it? Eastern Promises. No. It's a Russian mafia with Viggo Mortensen. It's awesome. Anyways, put it on your What's list. What's he going to find? Ford versus Ferrari style. Put it on your list. What's he going to find in the bath? <clears throat> Hopefully nothing. And he has to go back and tell the armor that the bath's not there. None of this mattered. Your fucking religion doesn't make any sense. And I have the Darksaber, so shut up. I'm going to throw something way out there. I really do believe. I wasn't just ranting. Way the fuck out there. Okay. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't need to. What? And they could, they could make it make sense. What if he goes to the bath, does his fucking thing, but on his way down there, he comes across an ancient... Mandalorian weapon. Holocron. And that's how they like re somewhat introduce. <coughs> Dude, they could reintroduce like Revan, because his his story is tied to them. Doesn't Mandalore, Revan dude. become Mandalore at some point? I think that was. Uh, Ooh, I don't remember actually. Kerner would know. He knows all the lore of Kotor. Well, I think didn't like Mandalore offer him his helmet or something because he beat them. But he said no or whatever. No, I think it's in the future in the book, because mm. uh, Candorus becomes Mandalore. But I think Candorus gave it up. Yeah, where's Candorus? I think Candorus gave it up to Revan because he can no longer do it. I could be wrong, but I think he goes out and finds uh, Mandalore's helmet or mask or something and wears it himself. But think, I know that almost doesn't make sense, and they don't need to go that far. But just think, like, what if? What if he finds something down there and he's like, what? Yeah, I think he needs to. Hmm. The Darksaber is a bridge between Mando and Grogu. Because it was created by the only force sensitive Mandalorian who joined the Jedi. Mando is a Mando and Grogu is a Jedi. So the Darksaber is like their little yeah. wedding ring with each other. Yeah. So a bit yeah, of both worlds. It makes sense. It would make sense if like, and I'm blanking on Homeboy's name, whoever created the dark saber, like if he also made a holocron, 
that yeah. was kind of supposed to go with it, like you're saying. Yeah, see? Yeah, if it came from him and he's like, Mandalorians get crazy and all they want to do is fight, but it's bullshit. You should listen to this, pay attention, meditate, fucking unify. It's all supposed to be about honor. Don't be a heretic. Be be the best Mando you can be, bro. Don't be a bounty hunter. Yeah. He Don't will, fight he, each he other. He will find something. But I guess... But if it's a fucking squid, I'm going to piss all over Filoni. Because that's what he's going to fucking find. He's going to go down there. And you're like, oh, we got a, another beast. Squid, octopus, kraken. Something like kraken. that. Mando kraken. Um, I don't know. I think Mando's definitely going to reunite <clears throat> the different factions. But that seems like an ultimate series finale. Yeah. And I don't... The fact that they're already headed to Mandalore in season three, like, it's cool. Mandalore. But are we encroaching on that like finale territory already? Because it's only three seasons. Is this the last season? I don't think so. I'm just saying, like, why are we going to Mandalore already? Let's do a whole season with Grogu training and Mando being his dad, and then we'll go to Mandalore. What are you gonna say? Uh, Stop motion said you would think that wielding the dark saber would grant you Mando redemption. Does the armor know he has the dark saber? Yeah, remember he whipped it out. He was trying. Oh, like, that's Why right. is this so heavy? Fett. In Boba Fett, yeah. yeah. He couldn't fucking swing it. Swing yeah. it harder. She's like, you you turn, you fucking turn your helmet off, dude. It's heavy as fuck. Is that why she's claiming he can't wield it? Is because he took his helmet off? Um, I think she said something about he was like resisting it. Or he was like trying to control it instead of like letting it go. Letting it flow. Yeah. Some Jedi bullshit. Very, yeah, lightsaber-y. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Armor is like so cool in season one. Now I'm just like, dude, dude shut up. Yeah. Man, you're like a pastor. That's what she is. She shut just up. has a side woodworking shop. She's trying to baptize everybody. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah, because she <laughs> she is one. She's she's one character. Hey, Armor, what do you think I should do about this? This is the way. Well, what I mean, I took my helmet off. I just asked you, do you want Chick-fil-A or... <laughs> This is the way. To where, what do you bitch? Want for dinner? <laughs> it's like, dude, I took my helmet off because I love this little kid, and now I'm going to get exiled? This is the way. Just think if he just said, I don't know, I haven't taken this off. I stink, bro. I was like, why couldn't he just lie? That's lie. the way. Like, he could still be honorable to himself. He knows that it's okay that he took it off. It's such a trash, like, why can't you take your helmet off? Well, it was cool for a you're while. You're giving up your identity. Is that the whole idea? You're no longer you're a Mando now. You're not a person. Yeah. No. I mean, I I agreed with it. I thought it was cool for a while. I just feel like it's run its course. You know. Well, because she was like mystical, like she would dropping knowledge. Right. But now she just quoting the same fucking verse, dude. It's like if they didn't kill off Kuwil, I've spoken would have gotten old real quick. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. I got a tattoo of whatever you spoke. Shut up. Yeah, you, oh. Oh, man. Don't talk shit about Quill. He's dead, dude. Poor Quill. They all suck. <laughs> Outside of IG-11, everybody sucks. No, no Grief Karga is Grief Karga is a shining point. I love his acting, too. Yeah, he's cool. I like him. He said school too many times, but... I love that he basically is the mayor of this city, and yep. he walked out and was just like, fuck with my school, I'm going to kill you. Very Wild West. And I was like, let's do this. <laughs> let's fucking do it. I'm with it. <clears throat> Pirates are cool. That ship was cool, too. 
that giant like frigate that he was on. The one that he flew past? Mm -hmm. The pirate ship? Yeah, yeah. I thought that escape was bullshit too. He stops, he's like, Oh my god, they oh, got us. Oh, they got a target lock. They, they got what us. What are we going to do? Oh, I'm just going to drive that way. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. I understand the ship is fast, but like, just if go you have straight. A, a target lock couldn't, that, I don't know. I don't he know anything about Starfighter. That's how he got away. Mechanics. He went straight. The opposite of NASCAR. <laughs> it's hard to. I I love seeing that ship on screen. I mean, honestly, I that's that's and definitely you hear it fired up. And you hear that. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Do you think we're gonna go back to Tatooine? The answer is yes. Oh, fuck. You think we're gonna I see was, Pelly again? I was gonna yes. say. I was gonna say no in a very definitive way, and the answer is yes. God damn, we're going back to Tatooine. You because know he's it. gonna. He needs Boba Fett. Are we gonna see Boba Fett again? Yes. Yeah. Bo-Katan, we already saw. Are we going to see Moff Gideon it, again? Yes. I don't, I don't mind the picking up Boba Fett, though, because he is kind of that middle ground, too. I think him and Mando are more alike than... Oh, totally. They does... should rule the Mandalorians, the two of them, as bros. No king and queen nonsense, dude. We got brother and brother. Man... Or maybe Omega's going to show up. Man bros. Homie boys. <laughs> Homie men. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, obviously they've got this video game. We got to pick up our our uh, so squad. Dumb. So yeah, he's gonna. I doubt Grief Cargo is gonna be a part of it. He's just too old. As soon as he went back to Navarro, I was like, okay, he's got to get his next quest. That's the hub. That's the fucking main menu. You know what's? <clears throat> when I saw that statue of IG Eleven, I thought, dude, that's kind of cool. Oh, I thought it was awesome. And then when they were like, oh, we need him. I need that one. I was like, dude. What the fuck? That's the most... <laughs> That's like the the least effort plot idea ever. Yeah. Also, how effective is a self-destruct if you can rebuild it? <laughs> it's a Pokemon self-destruct. Just go heal them yeah, and then bring them back. Yeah, go to the Pokemon up. Center, dude. It's not a bar anymore. It's a Pokemon Center. Relax. Oh, dude. What do you think, R2? <laughs> what do you you haven't said much? I'm I'm I have not watched any reviews, reactions. I just watched uh, Alex's. I'm wondering how other people feel about it. Because I everybody comes here to not feel terrible about themselves, but then we bitch about stuff and I feel bad. I mean, I feel <sighs> I feel let down, man. I want I want I more. Don't I'm trying to formulate my thoughts around this. I'm not even shitting on it because I hated it. I feel like I'm over-exaggerating because we're on the show. I'm disappointed. But I watched it, and I am i don't even want to compare it to Andor because it's a totally different type of show. So it's not like I'm like, Andor was so perfect and dark, and everything that Star Wars does should be like that now. That's not why we're mad, though. That's not oh, where I'm, I'm coming I'm from. I'm disappointed. Like you said, I'm not even mad at it. It's quirky. It's got fucking... Star stuff? Yeah. It's just, I thought you were going to try. <laughs> I, I hate saying it. Does that not feel like it's, like you said, it's just lazy writing and a waste of an episode? Um. Yes. The fact that we're going back to Mandalore is awesome. But yes, it was a very lackluster setup for the whole season. Yeah, the IG thing is very, very lazy. That was that was stupid. And now he's got to go on another quest to find the memory chip or whatever the fuck. 
Cyberdyne Systems, you know? Miles Bennett Dyson, watch out. Mando's coming for you. Mando's coming. He's coming. Yeah. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> All right. I feel bad. Sorry, JJ Rambus. Yeah, what are these homies saying? He said it was subpar way. Season. Subpar way to open season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Like, I'm not going to mince words around it. I'm not going to never watch it again, but I'm also not going to, like, say it was awesome. I'm never going to watch it again. What's the point? At some point, I'm going to watch the whole series. Shut up! <laughs> I see no. I'm going to watch the whole season. I see again. no point to rewatching that. It didn't do anything. Fine, dude. Jeez. What's what? Well, give me one know. reason. Give me one reason why you would rewatch that. Let's say episode two takes off, and you're like, dude, whoa. Hell yeah, dude. Why wouldn't I just start at episode two where things are <laughs> happen? Well, first of all, you got to watch episode six of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and season three, episode one of Mandalorian, back to back, because they're the same episode. And then get into it, baby. It's such, I can't, <laughs> ah! I hate harping on the same thing, but I cannot wrap my head around that decision. If you didn't watch Boba Fett and you come into Mando season three, Grogu's back and he has a new ship. And he's going to Mandalore. You're out of the loop. Why did they do that? I There's only one reason, to get people to watch Boba Fett. I feel like I'm a dickhead in the like in 2000 complaining about Jar Jar. Because yeah. I won't shut up about the same thing. But it does not make sense to my brain. It doesn't. Makes no sense. Whatever. It's not like it's a movie. Dude. Like, I'll forgive a movie when they do stuff like that. How would you have felt if like, we watched Boba Fett and it was what it was, the Mando stuff didn't happen, and we start off season three with him picking Grogu back up? Yeah. That's, what, that's what, probably what I'll do if I rewatch this. It would have been nice. It had been like, oh. I'll finish season two, and then I'll watch that one episode of Boba Fett, and then I'll go to season three. That would be they. They had to, they could have added ten minutes to that episode, and that would have been the season, the episode one yeah. premiere. And stuff would have happened. I was gonna say I'll forgive movies sometimes, like Empire starts and Luke and Han are all of a sudden generals or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Fine, can, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, but when it's a show, I feel like you have the extra time, and you're supposed to kind of. It's meant to take those longer stretches of story, and when it skips it. I'm mad. <sighs> Stop motion says, I feel like the whole season is going to be getting to Mandalore instead of a season of having the Mandalorians retake Mandalore. So it's just going to be the, the ride to, to Mandalore. Yeah. See, I'm actually okay with that. I think it would be better for a longer approach to Mandalore with character development happening along the way. Instead of trying to shoehorn like Mandalore is a big deal. You know what I mean? You know you don't want to stick that in just like two episodes and have that be it. I'm okay with that as long as Mando finds more about each faction and possibly why each faction is wrong. They're all wrong from a certain point of view. Like he starts finding dirt about Bo-Katan and her family or just whatever the fuck happened. Is. Nothing wrong with and that. And then he starts finding out the armor... Truly is a heretic and just a fucking evangelical. That's a dude. Whore. She's a dude. 
I don't know, man. It'd be nice. Because that way he would yes. have more of an idea of what needs to happen when he gets to Mandalore. Yeah, he needs some time to kind of absorb it. He needs to just fucking call Luke up. At this point, he's got his fucking cell phone number. He's like Aragorn if Aragorn didn't have a famous father. What if he consults Luke? How would you feel about that? Like, hey, man, I know you're busy, but, you know, I've got this bullshit mission that Filoni gave me. I know I'm the only Mandalorian you've ever met, and I've only seen you when you came and cut up a bunch of droids what on the ship. Kind of I need wisdom? Your help. What kind of wisdom can you drop? What should I do in this situation? Dude, Luke's just gonna advice be like, before he loses his whole family is horrible. He's probably going to say, oh, just be at peace and everything will work out. Smoke this peyote and... <laughs> <laughs> Luke pre eight, I, I bet bet is terrible advice. I think. Well, we, no, I mean, end of season two, Luke for Grogu. See, it's for, yeah. I guess maybe not for a soldier. Yeah, I mean, it's still galactic. See, the, I think that's the the polarizing thing though, because if the Mandalorians do retake Mandalore, they are a serious threat, and at least could be a serious threat to anybody. Well, where's, including where's Thrawn and or the First Order, including potential new Jedi orders. I'll t all right, I'll just I'll tell you exactly what I want to see. <laughs> all the Mandalore stuff's gonna happen. We already know that. Yeah. I want to see fledgling soldiers and armies that are hiding that eventually become the First Order. Well, I don't want to see like a full garrison and stormtroopers and everything. I want to see like guerrilla soldiers that eventually we find out are like the first order, kind of in hiding in the unknown regions. No one knows where they are, and they come out and strike and like steal supplies, and then they go back in hiding. Little little pockets of, yeah. oh, listen to this. Techno tech technological advances, because what do we find out in episode eight? You can't track through hyperspace, but think like if Mando in passing goes through some Ooh. fucking technology plant. That's where shit happens, and they're like, "Aha!" Somehow, some way, in dialogue, hey, somehow Palpatine. Somehow, returned. somehow, <laughs> hyperspace tracking is is at least theoretically, yeah, possible. Like if someone heard that in the background, I don't. It doesn't even have to happen in Mando. I'm, I'm. It doesn't have to happen here, but stuff like that to be like, ah, things are advancing. Just little little, little snippets. Ah, little wee snippets. The slave boy created the fastest ever. We got to take that knowledge. <laughs> Get that knowledge. Dude, if we paint our store, if we, if we paint our TIE fighters black, they get stronger. I'll put a red stripe on it, racing stripe, as adds like three horsepower. Yeah, plus two HP. See? Plus one attack. Now we're thinking. Plus one defense. Yeah, man. Do you think they're going to find anybody on Mandalore? Or do you think it's like kind of an artifact? Jango Fett. My or my Jango Fett. My thought is either they find well, okay, my mind just went somewhere. What if they find a goddamn mythosaur under the crust? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the crust of Mandalore. He's gonna interrupt the Mando's bath. What if he finds the mythosaur? What if he gets all the way rides it into battle against Thrawn? What if he gets all the way to Mandalore and forgets his bubble bath so Forgets his undies. What the hell is he going to do? He's going to walk around soggy. You can't take a bath and put dirty undies back on. I know. So he's just going to have to sit in the pond. 
Man done. Man, <sighs> man, man. Mondays? Mon- <laughs> Mondays. Uh, anyways, Boba Fett will show up. I, I can predict that. We see in the trailer that he's driving one of those. I gotta rewatch a trailer. Um, those Mandalorian starfighters. I can't remember the name of them. Like the really low, skinny, like batwing looking things. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's got to happen at some point. But I don't know, man. Whatever, dude. We're we're along for the ride. Let's just make sure we have other stuff to talk about instead of just doing Mando. We're along. We're along for the ride. We're gonna get mad. But all we did in that first episode was buckle our seatbelts. We didn't even go anywhere yet. No, we opened the car door and got in the seat. We didn't even close the car door again. We'll buckle the seatbelt next episode. We just hey, there's a car. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. We could go somewhere. We parked at the dealership. We're about to buy a car. We haven't even bought a car. Actually, in the last season of a different show, we got to the dealership, we bought a car, and now for some reason, we're on our way to the dealership again. <laughs> to give the car back that we didn't buy. <laughs> what? Okay. All right, y'all. Thanks. Man, I've been getting that itch again. Every time it gets like borderline, borderline warm. Uh, I'm a car guy, man. Oh, you're going to buy more vehicles? I always look. I always look. I want well, if something you, to work Rumor on. is if you go to tattooing, someone will hook you up with a junk N1 and turn it into a freaking dragster. Oh, yeah. She's got pit droids at least, dude. Wouldn't it be fun if they came across a pod race somewhere? Last time we saw a pod race thing, you got mad. <laughs> no. You're right, but that's not a that pod race. Point. Anything tangentially related to pod racing, dude. Just think if they came across a, another pod race in another system, it would have been like, oh, dude. But make it more grungy. Like I felt like it was yeah. a NASCAR event on Tatooine. <laughs> make it some crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like instead of going and the typical scene is you get to a place, you go to the cantina, and people are gambling or whatever. Yeah, yeah but that's where you find info. Go to a yeah pod race circuit instead. Yeah, I agree with that. That'd be fucking sweet. But that's where all the gangsters are. That's Malastare, where money are. Dude. dude, yeah. Go to Malastare, baby. Narshada. <gasps> Narshada. Yeah. Didn't he go to Narshada in the second one where he beats up that... Oh, no, that's where the Gamorians are fighting. I'm like a I don't think it was fight. Narshada. It wasn't, but... We, it looked like it. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I'm not impressed. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Here's what we should do. We watch Mando. We're underwhelmed. We should go back and watch an episode of Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. And or Bad Batch, because we are behind on both of those. Waste waste more time a little more? Just a little more. <laughs> a little more wasting of the time. I want it. I want it. <laughs> See, want that's it why willingly. I'm a, guys, that's why I still I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm gonna watch it. I'm going to fucking watch it because yeah. I want to see yeah. certain things. Does that mean my expectations are astronomical? I hope not. I kind of think they are. What's the deal with Mando? I don't know what else to say, guys. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I'm about to buy another fucking car. Fill that void in my heart that Star Wars is leaving. Well, if you uh, deck it out like Star Wars, Starfighter or whatever. I always thought... You should. Different brands should do more hardcore themes with their vehicles. Yeah, the Nissan Rogue is weak. Yeah, they just put, put a Rogue on the side. Yeah. Good job. All right, y'all. Mando is fine, and we'll catch you next week.